Anchor.io. It's an honor to have you on our platform. First, I would like to introduce our companies and Anchor.io and Love Heals Cancer. We guide cancer patients in their treatment journey. Our company aims to extend the life and improve the quality of life for cancer patients through an integrative oncology treatment, which includes both complementary treatments as well as medical treatment. We provide end-to-end -end care to patients and also help with counseling, healing sessions, Ayurveda, medical cannabis, anti-cancer diet, awareness session, and pain and palliative care. This session is going to be all about spreading awareness and educating cancer patients. And for that, we have Dr. Sumanta Dutta with us. Let me take this opportunity to introduce him. Dr. Sumanta Dutta completed his MBBS from Burdwan Medical College, West Bengal. He then went to United Kingdom for further education and training. He completed his basic surgical training in MRCS from Royal College of Surgeons of Edinburgh. He did his research in the field of surgical oncology from University of Glasgow and obtained his research degree, which is MD. He continued his uh, further uh, surgical training, which is FRCS from RCS Edinburgh. Uh, he completed his CCT from UK. Uh, following this, he completed one year post CCT fellowship in advanced laparoscopy and bariatric surgery from Royal uh, College Surgeons of England, UK. He also has over 19 years of experience in the medical field. It's a pleasure to have you with us, sir. It's an honor to host you and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to do this with us. Uh, hi, Ritika. It's my pleasure to. Yes, carry on. Sir, would you like to say something before we start with the questions? So this session is basically on uh, gastrointestinal cancer and part of it is related to obesity and cancer. So I think it is better if we start with the details of gastroenterological uh, cancer first and then uh, we can discuss about its relationship with obesity and bariatric surgery. So over to you, you can start your questions first. Uh, as you said that uh, we can start with gastrointestinal cancer. So can you please elaborate on uh, GI cancers and their surgeries, which you have in India now? So gastrointestinal cancer means gastrointestinal tract cancer. So what is gastrointestinal tract? Gastrointestinal tract starts from our mouth, then esophagus, which is food pipe, then it goes to stomach, then we get duodenum and small bowel. Then after that, we have large bowel. Then we have rectum and anal canal. And in the meantime, we have got uh, liver, gallbladder, and pancreas. So any cancer involving any of these structures or organs in our body will be regarded as gastrointestinal cancer. So cancer of esophagus, cancer of stomach, or cancer of liver, or pancreas, or duodenum, or small bowel, or colon cancer, rectal cancer, or analcanal cancer, these encompasses the perimeter of just one minute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just finish it in 15, uh, let's, let's finish it in 15 minutes, okay? Because uh, I've got to go to uh, go for a TV interview, okay? So from half five. So 15 minutes you have got. Okay. So let's start from the question. So start the question again. Okay. 
Uh, we were talking about GI cancers and their surgeries. So you told me it starts from esophagus till. No, okay, I'll start again. Okay, so gastrointestinal cancers are the cancers which are involving gastrointestinal tract, which starts from esophagus, which is food pipe, and gradually uh, it goes to stomach, biliary tract, pancreas, liver, small bowel, then colon, the rectum, and anal canal. So any cancer involving these organs are considered as gastrointestinal cancers. And these gastrointestinal cancers are uh, very common, particularly in modern days, because of our uh, different food habits and different lifestyle. And I'm coming to that later. And their surgeries are very complicated. So there should be a specialist team to perform this kind of cancer surgery for optimum or best possible outcome. What do you think of? Uh, sir, I read about it that there are two types of surgeries, total and partial gastri uh, gastrectomy. So what is the major difference in them? Okay, so this is the uh, surgery for uh, stomach cancer. So if you have a stomach cancer near to the end of the stomach, then you get partial gastrectomy. That means part of your stomach, about 70 to 80% of your stomach is taken away. And then we are rejoining the left leftover part of the stomach to the bowel. So that is called partial gastrectomy. But if you have the stomach cancer, which is in the upper part of the stomach, which we call proximal part of the stomach, then you will have a total gastrectomy. In that case, we remove whole of the stomach and, and join your food pipe to the bowel. And that is called total gastrectomy. Nowadays, these operations we can perform in a laparoscopic fashion, that is uh, microsurgery, we can do that. So outcome of that would be more comfortable for the patient. Sir, how is this different from bariatric, sur bariatric surgery? Bariatric surgery is a surgery for obese people, surgery for obesity to reduce weight and also give the metabolic or health benefit. So in bariatric surgery, of course, it is a surgery involving stomach, but this is a completely different surgery compared to your cancer surgery. More, most bariatric surgeries are done as a laparoscopic procedure, which is a minimally invasive procedure. And it can be done within a couple of hours and the patient can get away home on the next day or day after next day on day two or day three. And that will give you the benefit of weight reduction as well as benefit of prevention of some diseases, which uh, I will tell you in detail uh, in a later half of this interview. Uh, sir, I've actually read somewhere that in diabetes, when people have uh, diabetes, bariatric surgery is performed. Yes, bariatric surgery is particularly performed not only to reduce weight, but also treat or prevent some of the diseases which is related to obesity. So diabetes is one of the diseases which is highly related to obesity apart from your heart attack, high blood pressure, high lipid level or cholesterol level. Some of the uh, female diseases like uh, infertility or your PCOD, polycystic ovarian disease, those are related to obesity. And you'll not be surprised to hear that some of the cancers are related to obesity, like your colon cancer, like breast cancer, endometrial cancer, they are absolutely related to obesity. So if we do a bariatric surgery, that will give our body a metabolic 
upliftment metabolic changes that can prevent this kind of disease to happen in the future. So it is a health benefit of this bariatric surgery. So uh, are there any long-term effects of this type of surgery? Bariatric surgery has got long-term effect, which is reduction of weight. And sometimes you have uncontrolled reduction of weight that needs to be addressed by proper bariatric clinic follow-up. And sometimes there may be a deficiency in vitamins and mineral, minerals in the body. Therefore, we uh, do give supplements for longer period of time. Different operations needs different types of supplement for different duration, which can be discussed in detail for individual patients' um, case scenario. Uh, okay, doctor. Uh, in case of palliative surgeries, when, uh, how, when is it suggested for cancer patients that they should go for palliative surgeries? Palliative surgery for cancer patients, uh, not so common nowadays because you have got other ways to do palliative uh, care. So maybe endoscopic or maybe uh, chemotherapy. But when there is a, a major benefit of doing palliative, sur palliative surgery, for example, somebody has got a bleeding cancer or somebody has got obstruction, then we generally offer palliative bypass or palliative resection for the cancer portion. But remember, palliative means is not curable. So even though we do operation, the patient may not be cured because it is a palliative in nature. Okay, doctor. Uh, can you please tell me more about colorectal cancers and how to manage their symptoms and side effects? Colorectal cancer has been thoroughly researched and uh, we more or less have got a good knowledge of colorectal cancer nowadays. So colorectal cancer can be treated with direct surgery or sometimes, particularly for rectal cancer, we do give some radiotherapy and chemotherapy and then we go for surgery and then follow up with the chemotherapy and radiotherapy. It depends on the stages of cancer and the site of the cancer. Colorectal surgery has got a massive improvement in survival in modern days because of uh, we have improved our techniques. Maybe we have done uh, more minimally invasive or laparoscopic colorectal surgery resection, which we do day in, day out. And we do robotic colorectal surgery as well. And also we have got multi-modalities of treatment such as chemotherapy, radiotherapy, or in combination, maybe preoperative or maybe postoperative, that increased our survival following colorectal cancer. And most importantly, I, I must say that the stage four disease in colorectal cancer no more considered as stage four because even though cancer has spread to liver, we can still do liver dissection along with the colorectal cancer dissection to improve patient's survival. Doctor, as COVID is going on nowadays, uh, so how do you think that COVID affects cancer patients' life? COVID has affected cancer patients' life in a multi-dimensional way. First of all, the cancer patient has got poor immunity. And if they have COVID, the chances of fatal COVID or uh, severe COVID is higher. Number two, the, for the fear of COVID, people are presenting late even though they have been diagnosed as cancer, because they are scared of coming to hospital to get operated or get treated. So therefore, the 
patients which are, we are coming across now are presenting in more later stage than before. And most important thing is a diagnosis because somebody having some cancer related symptoms, but they are not having an access to proper normal hospital service all the time because of this COVID burden to all the hospitals. So they are getting the diagnosis in very late. We have still not faced that situation because COVID is not over, but I'm pretty sure that if once COVID is over, we will see a lot of surge in cancer diagnosis and more late stage cancers than ever before. And that phenomenon would be worldwide, not only in India. So we are kind of apprehensive of the fact that cancer patients and treatment is getting delayed due to this COVID pandemic. So the message to the viewers that please, please come and report to the doctor. Even if COVID is there, please get your diagnosis done because even if you survive COVID, you might not survive the cancer. So it is important. It is important for your life. That is very true, doctor. Nowadays, patients are very scared of COVID that they do not even go to hospitals for their checkups. True. Uh, so, uh, doctor, can you tell me how important it is for patients to stick to their follow-up plan post-surgery? For cancer patients, the most important part is, of course, the cancer treatment, but the second most important part is the follow-up. Follow-up is designed to do a few things. First of all, to check any little difference in your body and body mechanism and address that accordingly. Next, number two is we will do some investigations on a routine basis and a routine follow-up so that if there's any slightest chance, slightest chance of recurrence or, or cancer coming back, we can pick up early so that we can address that. And also it is important to complete your chemotherapy or radiotherapy after the operation which you, which you've been advised so that the treatment is complete. So it is absolutely important for any cancer patients, whether they have surgery or not surgery, they should have a strict follow-up protocol and they should stick to it so that that is improving the cancer survival also. Okay, doctor, I have just two last questions. One being that, uh, how do you manage your professional and personal work-life balance? It is a challenge uh, since we um, started our, our medical school. So it is busy job and uh, not only busy, it is a demanding job, particularly the, on the other end, uh, we are dealing with a highly morbid group of patients, particularly uh, cancer patients and their expectations and their, um, the expectations from doctors as well as their uh, behavior sometimes can be challenging to us, but as a doctor, as a surgeon, it is our duty to address all the concerns accordingly and go over all the pros and cons of cancer management so that they have got a clear idea and expectation from their disease. And also, as it is a very complicated management, as I said to you before, that it is a combination of surgery, chemotherapy and radiotherapy either in sequential manner or in combination together. Uh, so it is very difficult for them to understand and grasp the concept of everything in one go when they're already burdened with a diagnosis of cancer. So it is our prerogative to explain those 
things in detail and spend time with them till they are more comfortable, more conversant with the treatment protocol. Yes, it is demanding and personal life is also uh, we have to maintain. And there's a very difficult balance. I do not, I cannot tell you how I manage, but I did it so far nicely. I've got a young family, which I have to look after and things are running smoothly so far. Even during COVID, it must be very tough to visit hospital and then every day. Yes, that is of course area of concern for all of us, particularly for our family. And this is the uh, professional risk and hazard we are uh, taking up and very unlikely that it's going to change. So we have to bear with it. Okay, doctor. So this is the last question which I have. As you have recently joined Zenonco.io, so how mm -hmm. do you think Zenonco.io is helping cancer patients? So Zenonco.io is an organization that is uh, particularly addressing the need for cancer patients. So they can guide everybody to the correct route, whether to a consult a specialist or consult a dietitian or guide according to the hospital specialization. And I think they are doing a fantastic job by collecting and gathering information from the patients and from the doctors so that they can guide you appropriately without any reservation or without any interest. And I really thank them for helping the community, particularly for the patients who are suffering uh, with a disease such as cancer. And I think that is very important for the patients to have a proper advice and guidance. So I'm sure Zenonco is going to do a fantastic job in near future as well. Thank you for your kind words, doctor. We are trying to make their life a little easier by True. the little help that we can do. Uh, so that's it. That's uh, it from my side. Thank you so much for your valuable input and for being with us during today's knowledge sharing session. You took time out of your busy schedule to be with us and to share so many insights. I am sure so many people with benefit uh, will benefit from this session. So thank you once again from Zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer for this insightful session on our platform. Thank you, doctor. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it was nice talking to you. Thank you. Nice. Thank you, Dilka. Thank you.